Smoking Guns podcast, Philip Higginbotham and Leo Yamas here uh, standing over the field in Live Oak in their indoor facility here at the uh, Live Oak, what is it, uh, Live Oak, Live Oak uh, Soccer, Soccer Center? Zone. Soccer, Soccer Zone. Zone, yeah, we're looking down through um, the nets. And this is a pretty sweet facility. I'm I'm impressed with this little facility that they've got set yeah. up here. Yeah, and got, it's nice that it's indoors in this heat. Yeah, indoor, they got... Uh, they got an indoor facility with a small little field where they did some stretching, and then they've got the full-size field here, about the same size as arena as football. What the arena that we're football, yeah. Look at, um, and we're watching these guys run uh, 40s and do some shuttle drills. A little later, they're going to be uh, throwing the ball around a little bit, catching and throwing, yep. covering one-on-ones with some D linemen and O linemen. What are you seeing so far? So far, I've seen, I'm, I'm impressed with the athleticism we're seeing. I mean, we're seeing some of these big guys as right now. We're just watching one finish up his 40 um, that looked pretty good, but there was one a little while ago that was just flying and, it brought, I mean, brought down the house. Everybody was impressed by that guy. Um, but Yeah, yeah the, and the, he's a lineman. He's not a, not a small gentleman. No, no, not but booking by any it. means, I mean, and he was booking it. The, these are athletes. This is, this is, this is athletic competition just the way it's supposed to be for sure i mean we've got what 20 28 guys here um and uh you know you can see uh that the level of competition is definitely at a high level it's it's there and these guys look you know excited a little while ago they were doing the uh the long jumps Mm -hmm. and jason who uh you know he's uh, one of the ownership and he mentioned something about the mat because we had one guy that jumped clear over the mat yeah so 10 feet on the mat, and he jumps over the mat, and Jason's walking around muttering and saying, I, I had to spend out, I had to put out this much money for that mat, and it's useless because these guys are, are out jumping my mat, out jumping my measurement. Um, if you, so roster size is 25, they can carry another five guys on the roster as kind of a, a practice squad or a, you know, uh, an emergency squad. So 30 at the most. We're looking at 28 guys here today. If you had to take the field with what you see before you, just athletically, we haven't seen anything scheme-wise. We haven't seen any of that. But just athletically, would you feel good about your chances going up against another 25 or 30 guys from Dallas or from Virginia or from wherever we're going to play guys from uh, with this group you see before you today? I'm encouraged. You know, uh, like I said, we definitely see a, a good level of, of athleticism. We see some big guys that can move, uh, and we see the size. There's definitely some beef there for the line. Uh, we've seen some receivers. They, they look agile. They look quick. Uh, they were doing their cone drills a little while ago, and they, they look good doing that. Uh, we have yet to see the quarterbacks throw, so that's the, the question mark in my mind right now, and obviously that's a big piece of this. Um, Three quarterbacks on yep. the roster today that we're going to see throw and, and see um, lots of folks out here, most of it gunslinger folks, but we're going to connect with a few of the players a little later. Um, we're going to talk with Greg Nelson from uh, the Command Post Days. He's a fan of the Commanders. He's now a fan of the Gunslingers and actually won a raffle um, that the Gunslingers yeah. put on. And we hear rumor that there is another raffle coming very soon. Yes. That Gunslingers fans are going to want to pay. If you're a fan of wearing something that rhymes with Nersey, Mersey, <laughs> um, 
and you want a, a gunslinger's version of that, you may want to be paying real close attention to their social media from what we hear. It's rumor right now, but there may be a raffle coming very, very soon about something that rhymes with Mersey. Um, so we're going to get you some more interviews, some more time, a bonus episode today uh, as we spend some time out at the Gunslingers Combine. Philip Higginbotham, Leo Yamas, Smoking Guns Podcast. Stick with us. We'll talk to you soon. Bang, bang. Here I am as RC with the Smoking Guns podcast here with the San Antonio Gunslingers. Yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, my name is Adriana Gomez and I am Hector Garcia's fiance and um, I am a uh, elementary school teacher for Northside Independent mm-hmm. School District and this coming year will be my 10th year teaching. Wow, congratulations. And Thank what you. grade do you teach? Well, I am no longer a classroom teacher. I have now uh, accepted a new position as a math specialist. Yay! Yay. Congratulations! I know! I'm That's very excited. Awesome. Yes, I'm super excited and I'm just so anxious for this upcoming school year to start. Okay, great. And I, So, um, the first question would be like, um, what, how'd you meet your husband or fiance? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Was it football related or can you say? Uh, he's going to kill me if I tell y'all. We actually met online. Okay. Um, we have been together for four years. Mm-hmm. And um, and so our, actually our wedding unfortunately had to be postponed. I heard about that. Yeah, I'm so, so sorry. We were supposed to get married May 2nd, but now we're getting married September 5th. So prayers um, that everything goes well and we can still um, have our wedding and... Um, so yeah, so we did, we met online, and he doesn't like to tell people that. He's like, don't tell people, but it's true. Hey, you and, know, you know, I want to give credit where credit's due. That's true. And so, um, yeah, we, you know, the day we met, we were inseparable. Oh, ever good. Since. So good. yeah, no, we're best friends, and he's he's my better half. So I'm just so blessed and thankful that I found my prince charming. So be like, how did this all come about? Uh, that. Um, your husband's fiance wanted to um, become an owner of the Gunslingers. How did that, you know, happen? Well, Hector is a huge football fanatic. He loves um, anything, everything. He eats, breathes, sleeps football. So he is uh, very compassionate about the sport. He um, loves every aspect of it. And so he's always talked about taking it to the next level because he was a previous owner for uh, the Texas Rangers, which was a public safety team. But then unfortunately COVID kind of put that to an end. COVID did a whole lot of stuff, let me tell you. Unfortunately, you know, we didn't get to fulfill that season, but... um, he ended up meeting a lot of great people, Jason being one of them. Um, he approached him with this idea, and he was like, I have an idea, you know, tell me what you think. And then Jason immediately was like, yes, I'm in. And so, you know, this conversation ended up, you know, planning out and networking with the right people. And then um, now here we are at the Combine. So That's right. It, awesome. Yeah, it's a great journey. It, yeah. So um, it's definitely been good overwhelming. Oh, you good. Know. So we've got a lot of support from a lot of people. A lot of um, people have encouraged us to continue. They want to see football in, you know, the Alamo City. For sure. And um, I think this is a good opportunity to bring the camaraderie amongst um, our city and to showcase the talent that we have here and to just get people really excited about what's to come. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, I guess we're too loud at the combine, so we'll have to speak <laughs> a little bit lower. Hopefully you guys can still hear us. So the next question I was going to say, you know, everyone knows we have ups and downs. So when there's a down day, what um, 
words of encouragement do you give your husband? I'm just going to say husband and fiance. Oh, okay. yeah. Because <laughs> um, May 2nd, technically, you're going to be married. Yes, I know. I've been wearing my wedding band, but shh, don't tell anybody. Yeah, <laughs> I already say, put it on. You say May 2nd, and that really means a lot to me because um, that was my dad's birthday and my oh. nephew's birthday. And he already passed. Oh, but that, that, that. that date was just like, uh, it struck yeah. me. So I'll always remember your, Good, <laughs> your, well, thank you. your wedding anniversary. I know. It's very special to us still. But um, words of encouragement? Mm-hmm. Did you give um, your fiancé? It is. It is hard because, you know, um, I was reading, oh, they're going to be one and done. And, you know, they're, it, you know, some people can be very negative. True. And, um, you know, Hector really wants to prove, like, hey, like, we want longevity in this program. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to make something of this. And we're going to do what we can to ensure that happens. And um, so I think together, both of us being positive and encouraging one another, um, to just to just keep going. I mean, you only need one person that believes in you, and we are that for each other. So everything else, you know, it's us against the world, and we're ready to do this, and we're ready to make our city proud, and you know, showcase the gunslingers and its full potential. So as long as we believe, have a little faith, say a little prayer every day, and just make sure that we celebrate the small little victories, mm-hmm. and we just keep moving forward. Okay, great. Now, so what are some um, words of encouragement that you could give some of the female fans? And try to encourage them to come out and support the gunslingers. Well, I've already been reaching out to a lot of my friends. Um, being that I'm in the teaching profession, it's predominantly women. But, True. you know, the good thing about my friends is that they love sports. They love football. They love uh, just the high energy. So I don't think there should be any... Um, I think we'll be okay in that department because um, once they start sharing on social media and then they start, you know, putting the bug in people's ears and they're just going to want to be a part of something. And so I hope that this is that for them. Right. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this interview with the women because I know sometimes there's a lot of focus on the guys, which yeah. uh, totally they're the owners and the players, but the women are really behind our men, you know, right. and we have to support them oh, yeah. and we have to believe in them and we have to pat them on the back and hold their hand and tell them if this is all worth it, you know? The more the merrier. That's yeah. right. Now, have we talked anything about cheerleaders? Now, I, can, I think I can still, if I stretch long enough, I think I can do a cartwheel. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> cheerleaders is definitely uh, a must, I think, in, you know, in this sport. And, you know, they're the ones who are motivating the crowd and encouraging everyone and just being the hype man, you right. know, for the team. So I think it's super important. And they did have uh, quite a few... Uh, really good potential coaches uh, for cheerleading, but unfortunately with COVID, we kind of have to put that um, aside for right now, but mm-hmm. it's definitely talk, and it's definitely something that we're interested in. I think we should form like a women's group, like a fan club, yes. and call it the Gunsling Hers. Oh, oh that'd be so that? cute. Right? I like that. I love and it. Play we on could words. be like the pseudo kind of cheerleaders. You know, yeah. I may not wear a skirt, but you know, I'll, <laughs> oh, you, I, won't I, you won't catch me in a skirt. No, hey, you'll catch me at the tailgate. <laughs> That's where I'll be. You'll find me. That's where I'll be. So okay, so we'll work on this. Yes. The, the Gunsling Hers. Love and then it. we'll have to get maybe a little pink logo, get some sparkles going. What do Cute. you think? Yes. Now, I'm really looking forward to it. I went to my nail tech person, um, of course, with a mask. So don't ever, I don't want to get any messages. Were you being uh, socially distanced? Yes, I was. I want to get a logo for my nails. So I was thinking, what would be a good logo for our nails? 
Uh, I think like a little. It would be cute, little guns. Little guns, like, right? So you can go like. Oh, this. and then you can put them together, oh, like one gun here and your thumbs. Okay, so cute. next time we'll do that. We'll work on that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, any final words that you wanted to say about the gunslingers or the fans? Or yeah, all no. Uh, definitely come out and support your local team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are all about camaraderie and we're all about uh, community and we want to give back to our community and we just want for our um, for everyone to be proud of what we do here and you know just prove around the state of Texas and around the world make this big and just have people really excited about um, about what's to come right yeah and I know right now with the COVID we really need something to all the whole city to get behind yeah and this could be it so come on San Antonio we need you we want you we want you to be part of this so San Antonio gunslingers are here to say bang bang All right, do you own a business? Are you looking for an affordable way to reach out to a bunch of football fans? Or do you have a favorite local restaurant or bar or service or product that you think fits in perfectly with the San Antonio Gunslingers or with the Smoking Guns podcast? We are looking for sponsors for the show, and we'd love to hear from you. We have lots of different opportunities for sponsors to be a part of the show, and we would love to be that connection between our fans, our listeners, and their business. Email us at gunsuppodcast, G-U-N-S-U-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com and we'll find a spot for your business or we'll reach out to your favorite San Antonio or South Texas business and try to get them on board with your favorite podcast. Advertising works. We know that. You're listening right now. Uh, so email us at gunsuppodcast, G-U-N-S-U-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at gmail.com, and we'll find the best way to get you and your business involved. All right, Smoking Guns Posse, let's talk about hot sauce. Teardrop Pepper Company's award-winning golden habanero hot sauce has that delicious pineapple mango garlic blend, followed by that habanero kick that gives it the perfect combination of flavor and heat. It's the best way to spice up those tailgates that are coming up sooner than you can imagine. Makes your favorite foods taste even better. Teardrop Pepper Company is proudly making their hot sauce right up the road in Austin, Texas. And you can order from their website, www.teardroppepperco.com. Use the offer code ARENA. Save 10% off your order. Follow Teardrop Pepper Company on Facebook or Instagram at teardroppepperco.com to keep up with their latest creations. All right, Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip Higginbotham here with you. We are at the Combine, uh, the very first Gunslingers event. It takes it from the paper uh, just an just a an idea on paper, and it uh, it makes it real. We're watching guys run around in gunslingers gear with logos on them, uh, and I am standing here with an old friend of the show. Not that the show is old, um, <laughs> but uh, a friend of the Command Post podcast, and now of Smoking Guns. Greg Nelson. Greg, how you doing? Hey, everybody. I'm doing really well. It's great to see you again. So how are you out here? How do you end up out here today? Well, we were lucky enough to win the raffle that the Gunslingers did. We've got ourselves some season tickets and T-shirts, coffee mugs, and an invite to today's combine. And this is super cool. So what do you think? What are you seeing right now? 
Well, I'm seeing potential talent. I mean, I sat over there watching the broad jump for a little while and seeing some guys who can truly fly, and I'm seeing a couple of guys that would be best set, uh, I guess, on the bench. But <laughs> I'm not a coach. I don't know. A lot of promise. Now, 25 guys on a roster, so we're not looking at 50, 53 guys like we're uh, used to seeing in 11-man football. They got 28 guys out here right now. Um, if you had to walk onto the field against these 28 guys that you're looking at right now, would you feel comfortable or would you feel like you were you were going to get beat pretty badly? I definitely would be uncomfortable seeing, <laughs> I mean, literally just the physical specimens that we're seeing, forget about their performance. These guys look like football players. Yep. They do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, how excited, on a scale of 1 to 10, on a scale of from 1 to commanders, how excited are you? That's not um, fair to gunslingers it. football. Right. I thought the podcast wasn't supposed to talk about commanders, so well, I'm just going to go we're, ahead. We're still bridging that gap. Some. <laughs> They're coming back now. Uh, no, I'm very excited <laughs> about this. Very excited. I, I'd say a 9 plus out of 10. And uh, like y'all had talked about last week on the podcast, too, I'm excited about the tailgating just to get an opportunity sure. to get back and see old friends and do the thing that we did and then ultimately have a football game at the end of the party. Yeah, absolutely. Party time and then a football game at the end. That's that's what we loved about uh, tailgating, and we get to do that all over again. Now, we're, we're watching, uh, just for those of you that are listening that can't see what we're seeing, we're actually watching the O-linemen and D-linemen run the 40 right now. And I'm going to tell you right now, they're still doing better than anything I could put down there. <laughs> what I told you downstairs, I said, you know, I bet I could do it in six. Sure. And then your beautiful comment, yeah, six minutes, yeah, I think I minutes, could do that. I can make it in six minutes, sure. <laughs> All right, Greg, uh, we are excited about what's going on with Gunslingers football. We're excited about smoking guns, getting started. Um, and we're excited to have guys like you uh, that have been with us for our previous venture that are jumping on uh, one of the one of the coolest things for me was we posted that uh, link to the show and you commented that you were listening um, and I thought wow people are actually going to listen to this thing yep if Greg and Kim are jumping on and they're actually listening <laughs> maybe people will actually listen when we will I appreciate your time you bet enjoy Thanks, brother. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip Higginbotham, um, standing here above the field, watching them get ready for, I think, some one-on-one drills, some uh, some offensive and defensive linemen working against each other, uh, seeing some quarterbacks throw, and I'm standing here with... Jonathan Young. Jonathan Young, and he is the general manager of the San Antonio Gunslingers. Jonathan, how does this feel to see guys running around with the Gunslingers logo on them? This is an idea that's no longer on paper. It's It's real. This is a dream come true. This is all coming into fruition and a lot of hard work behind the scenes is starting to pay off here. So how did you get involved with Jason and Hector? Were you in on this thing from the beginning? Did they approach you? How did you find, uh, how did you decide this was something you wanted to put your time and your effort, your sweat into? I've known Hector for a long, long time. And um, he, he approached me and said, you know, I know you have some football knowledge. Would you like to be the GM and, and take it from there? And I said, absolutely. This is a, a dream come true position-wise. So taking it in and, and evaluating some talent here. Gotcha. 
we got a real solid looking uh, coaching staff out here. I'm looking across at, uh, what is it, nine, ten guys that are all uh, coaching for you. You you find your head coach and he finds his coaching staff, or is this something that you and him work together on? How did that come about? Yes, sir. These are these are these are his guys. You know, these are his guys. Good. He, he picked, so I trust his vision. I'm a big fan of Tony Hernandez so far. The few times I've heard him speak and talk, uh, that first event that we had out at Alamo Distillery where we got a chance to meet you um, and Hector and Jason, we got a chance to hear him, and from then I was. I was bought in. I was excited about what Definitely. Uh, he will get you fired up. Yeah. He had me wanting to go put on some pads and go run through a wall for him. Absolutely. So he can Absolutely. definitely inspire, and that's what you want in a coach, but he, he definitely wants to inspire the men so, on the field and off the field. So March sounds like a long way off. Uh, people listening right now are probably like, man, March seems like so far away. Uh, it, it's not, is it? It does, but it's not. It, March will be here before we know it. We're already in July, so the, the yep. year's halfway yep. halfway gone already. Yep. Um, before we know it, we'll be in August. All right. Well, Jonathan, we're going to let you get back to work because this is work for you. <laughs> this is your job. Um, we're going to let you do some talent evaluation, spend some time watching as the coaches prepare these next few drills. Uh, thanks for being on with us. Oh, Likewise. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Philip Higginbotham, Spoken Guns Podcast. We'll be back with you here in just a minute. Thanks, man. Texas Sports LMT. We're so excited to have Laura as a sponsor here on the Smoking Guns podcast. She specializes in sports massage, sports stretch, sweetest massage, uh, deep tissue massage. Texas Sports LMT has been in business for eight years. They've been nominated. She's been nominated as Best of San Antonio three years in a row. She worked alongside the commanders, making sure they were game day ready. Um, She's also worked and provided sports stretch for NFL players and at the NFL Combine. Sports stretch is structured to be performed on athletes of any size or any stature. It's safe for just about anyone who's looking to gain flexibility in order to perform better on the field, in the gym, or just in your everyday activities. Give Laura, the Texas Sports LMT girl, uh, gal, a call to set up an appointment today. It's 210 459-0176. That's 210-459-0176. Call her today. Get set up. She'll come out to you. It's not how you train. It's how you recover. Brand new sponsor to tell you about on the Smoking Guns podcast, Always Green Lawns of San Antonio. In San Antonio, artificial grass lawns are becoming an incredibly popular addition for all kinds of commercial and residential applications. Always Green Lawns of San Antonio's turf is child and pet friendly. They design top-of-the-line putting greens and state-of-the-art landscaping lawn turfs for daycare centers, schools, parks, public walkways, shopping malls, apartment complexes, and yeah, even for your lawn there at home. Their skilled designers and installers work diligently to create flawless-looking artificial grass applications for locations of all shapes and sizes, no matter your budget. They provide a look and feel that's superior to any other synthetic grass on the market. 
offering top quality at great prices to us here in San Antonio and the surrounding areas. Imagine doing away with a portion of your home or commercial property maintenance budget while you conserve water, you save time, protect the environment from pesticides and herbicides. You don't have to go outside and mow in 100 degree heat anymore. Save money, save time, help the environment with a product that will eventually pay for itself. Not to mention, uh, their grass products will always make your property look beautiful. This is a perfect time to call Always Green Synthetic Lawns to upgrade your lawn. Their number is 210-413-1034. 210-413-1034. Call Always Green Lawns of San Antonio today. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip Higginbotham, R.C. Woods, Leo Yamas, and we are sitting down with two uh, prospective Gunslingers players, two guys that have been, uh, for the last three or four hours, running up and down the field. They're both sweating. Um, we are actually upstairs at the Live Oak Soccer Center, and I told them there's no way I could have gotten upstairs <laughs> after everything they're doing. We're sitting here with D'Angelo Allen and Jeffrey Pedroza. And Jeffrey Pedroza. 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 Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> I'm not always great with the names. No, and Leo gives me a hard time. So what did you guys think <laughs> of the experience? Like, how, how does it... Well, let's start in a different spot. Where have you guys played before? Is this your first pro or semi-pro kind of experience today? This will be my uh, my second okay. experience. I, um, I play semi-pro with the Alamo City Reapers. Okay. okay. So I'm a little affiliated with the pro-life. Um, just came out here, tried to give them my all. Yeah. Trying to hopefully make this, this team and uh, come out here for 2-1-0 and take that trophy back home. What do you think, D'Angelo? Have you done this before? Yes. Uh, I just moved out of from Galveston. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I've been out here about a year. I played with uh, South Texas uh, South Texas Rangers. Um, they liked how I played. They asked me to come here. Sure. Yeah, but um, say about three months, no, not about six months ago, uh, I played with the, the San Antonio Knights. That's okay. arena ball, too. Mm -hmm. It's NAL. That's arena as well. Yeah, okay, cool. yeah that's what. And uh, so I know all the concepts about everything. And I mean, I just came out here and gave it my all. Um, more than likely, uh, I hope I get a call back. Right. But, sure. Uh, it was a. It was pretty intense. How, how yeah, it was pretty intense. Yeah. How did this experience line up with your previous uh, times that you've spent with some other organizations? Did this uh, was this, this a little more professional, a little less? Uh, yeah, I would say this is a little bit more of a professional for him. Yeah, but for me, it's, it's the same. Just say your name so that they don't know who is talking. Cause D'Angelo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, for me, it's it's the same for me because, like I said, I've been, been through, through right. this already and everything. I don't play JUCO ball, college ball, so I'm used to all different types, 11-man, 8-man sure. leads. And, uh, but this right here, it put me in a, in a way that to get me better. Because I know my 40 times and my bench press and everything, it's way better, 10 times better than what it was before. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, like I said, I thank God, I thank my parents, I thank everybody that was on my side with it to push me to get to the spot right now. So you said this was at, at a higher level than what you, you've seen before and about on par with yeah, what you sure. said. So I, I guess that's pretty impressive being that this is something build, being built from the ground up. You know, this is the start of the organization. Um, you guys have met with ownership. You've seen what the coaches are like. Uh, talk about that a little bit. What, what, what was your experience with those guys uh, starting this thing up? The, the coaches out here, man, they're great. 
they're great. They're, I like how they were giving us the one-on-one -on -one attention. You go out there, you do your drill, and hey, they see something you, you can fix right then and there. Like they tell you right then and there to fix it. Mm -hmm. and just keep going 100% and give it all. I love that. Most definitely. Uh, the same thing he said, um, but I really like the head coach. I really like his his, his vibes. Very like, I like, his, I like the He was very passionate. <laughs> when I, I, I can just stare into his eyes and I can I can feel it. I can get goosebumps all down my back or whatever, but it was it was it was uh, it was like I said it was a blessing to come out here yes, and uh, compete with a lot of great uh, players. Is a guy you'd like to play for? Yeah, yeah most, most definitely. definitely. I, I got his yeah. back 100 all day long. I'll go to war with him. Yes, most definitely. When we first met him, I thought maybe I should try out. Adrian, that's how pumped <laughs> up he made me. You know, I was like, oh, maybe I could do this, but yeah. not. He really has a lot of uh, motivational speeches that you know really opens up your mind, your heart. And when you're out there on that field, you need that at times to keep you going and get and get you pumped up, and it gets you just gets you more hungry to go out there on the field and just play, give it your all, all because day. Growing up and going to different schools and going to high school and then going to college, you don't have a coach like that. You don't have a coach that the coaches that you see in college they ask you, "What can you get me to win games?" And yeah. I've been heard it multiple times. Right. You know what I'm saying? But this coach, he he gives you. He gives you vibes. He gives you. He gives you everything you need to go out there and progress. Everything you know, what I'm saying your speed, your strength, anything to win games. Like you said, the Gunslingers used to be here, but now we're back, and now we want to show San Antonio what we're really about. So, um, D'Angelo, you've played arena league before. You're listed as a running back and a linebacker. Um, tell me, tell folks that don't know a lot about arena league football how the running game works in because it's different uh, right yeah arena ball you don't really run it's okay. not it's it's more passing in arena you know what i'm saying but when you're in the goal lines and red zone you run a lot so as a running back you're almost uh, sometimes in there just as an extra blocker extra block, yes, okay because you have that one linebacker that blitzes sure you know what i'm saying so basically you're just that that key of the offense you know what i'm saying but uh, what I really like about it is hitting somebody against the wall. That's that's my favorite. That's <laughs> oh, okay. I love Interesting. Some of that today. Yeah, yeah, we did. I love it. Um, but it's a uh, it's an experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it gives you to a higher level to peak where you want to be at. Yeah, most definitely it does. Jeffrey, I see that you play linebacker, strong safety. I'm guessing that that's what you've done most of your career is that defensive backfield yes, type sir. of stuff. Starting up, starting up from middle school all the way to high school till now, I, I plan on keep going and keep suiting back up. With the field being almost a quarter of the size, and uh, there still being eight players from each team, sixteen out there, does that shrink the area that you're responsible for? Do you is that a little nicer in a linebacker or strong safety kind of position that you don't have as much crossing right around you? I mean, I would say yes, it does. But either way, no matter what, I'm still going to go on that field and give it 100% all day long and just keep eating. Just keep on eating. No matter if the field's big, 100 yards, 50 yards, I'm going to keep containing my area. As a defensive back, you know, with the uh, wide receiver having a running start going towards the line of scrimmage, does that kind of change the way you approach defending the player a bit? I mean, that kind of gives them an advantage, right? It'll give them an advantage, but that also gives us more of an opportunity to come up and straight hit them. Straight, give him that hit and get off the block. Excellent. See, but being a linebacker in the arena, it's better for you than I'll say an 11 man. Why is that? Because you only have six linemen. 
and the ring. Mm -hmm. You, as a linebacker, you can blitz, and as a linebacker, you can get to. You can see as a lineman, you can see who's the strongest and the weakness. Yeah, and you can test that weakness. There's a little less going yeah, on right in front of you, yeah, so you exactly. can get to the quarterback so a little quicker. Most, the most definitely, most definitely. So in arena, sometimes you don't have your running back. Sometimes you have more receivers. You know what I'm saying? But that's the best thing about it. But as a linebacker, that's the best position to go for in arena. So Jeffrey, what did you do to get ready for this uh, tryouts and for this combine? Well, actually, I was informed two weeks. I only had two weeks in advance to train and get my body to where oh, I needed wow. to. Um, but other than that, I work and I go to the pit every day. I go and work out every day. So I was maintaining my body, getting prepared for this. Um, it's nothing new to me. It's like a walk in the field for me. Just keep training. That's all I'm going to keep doing is keep on training. How about you, D'Angelo? What did you do to train for? Say that again. I'm sorry. For um, What did you do to train um, for the combine? Um, see, I, I, I work. So I go to work. I get off about 6, and I go straight to the work, weight room. Okay. But I didn't have, like, like Coach said, a 50, 50 days to, to tryouts. Mm. So I push myself even if it's kind of hard because I'm in the heat. And you know San Antonio is hot. Yes, sure. yeah. and this past week was so, super hot. Yeah, so I'd be in the heat for 12 hours and then I go straight to the weight room. But uh, like I said, um, me coming here today, it showed a lot of progress. It showed a lot of... A lot of stuff that I needed to work on, and I accomplished it. Sure. Okay. Know? So, um, like I said, I thank God, and I thank everybody that was on my side. I thank the coaches. I thank everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I thank the players that came out and everything. So, it's been a blessing for me. Tell me a little bit about the other guys. I mean, you're all trying out. You're all working for, ultimately, a spot on the team. But as I hear and as I watch, you guys are – cheering for each other you're lifting each other up a couple of times things got a little chippy between guys yeah. but that's just gonna happen that's what happens right yeah um what uh what is that like to be competing with somebody and still wanting to be motivating them to do their best see as all we're brothers you know what i'm saying and as all with your regular with your real blood brother you have your fights but at the end of the day you're there for each other family just like football just like what you saw down there they're brothers. He ran the ball, intercepted it, got him up, shook his hand, thanked him. You know what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, we're all brothers, and at the end of the day, we compete. But competing is to get better than what you were before you left that line. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, we're all brothers, and we just love the game. We're here. Yeah, sports. Well, we all do it for. But at the end of the day, a lot of these guys, they came out here no. Not, not a whole lot was fit and ready to go. So, and you knowing that, you know, you pump up those guys, you motivate them, you push them, you yell at them, get them going, get that hope up for them so they can come out here and perform even better, 110%. No matter what it is, whether it's a draw ball, get back up, go do it again. It's a competitive sport. We love it, but at the same time, you're going to motivate that opposite opponent that you're trying to go with because you want to give each other 110%. You're going up somebody that's bigger than you, faster than you, or stronger, but you're going to give it your all. Yeah, you want that guy across the line from you to be the best because you want to beat the best guy out there. Yes, sir, because at the same time, you beat the best person, it makes you feel good about yourself. Right. But you going against the best person, you're only going to better yourself and each other. Smoking Guns Podcast, R.C. Woods, Leo Yamas, Philip Higginbotham, and we are talking with D'Angelo Allen and Jeffrey Pedroza. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so now you wait. 
you wait for a phone call. Yes, sir. Um, but if the phone call comes, you're in. Yes. Uh, I mean, every like Coach said, you're, everybody's gonna get a phone call. Yeah. And everybody, it's either you made it or try next time, get better at what you got. At the end of the day, like Coach said, it's open to the public in August. In August. So if you don't make it, come back and try to try ten times harder than what you did when you oh, first yeah. came. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Right. Always expect that phone call, if you make it or not. Man, I've been telling coaches, if I come out, if I make the team, great. I'm blessed to be on it. If I don't, I told them I'll be back here on August 29th to come suit back up and do it all over again. Absolutely, and we wish you guys the best of luck on yes, that, sir. on that Thank phone you. call. We hope to see you guys again. We can talk to you guys again and kind of follow you uh, as you know on this journey through that. So as uh, I'm sure this is first you're hearing about the Smoke and Guns podcast. It's, we're new as the team is new. Uh, we used to do something with the commanders, and we have a little bit different format for our show where we kind of look at things from a tailgate aspect from a on the field aspect with the players and analyze you know uh positions and 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 the team the the typical sports show but we also kind of do a more personal thing which is rc specialty so she has questions that she would ask players and she likes to talk to players mom she has a special mom to mom segment so i'm sure she's got some questions (laughs) for you guys kind of on a personal level so that the fans and the listeners can kind of get to know you guys uh, as a person and not just a player on the field. Yeah. So I guess I would ask, I know, being San Antonio, what's your favorite breakfast taco? We'll, we'll go with uh, Jeffrey. Oh, breakfast taco. I got to go with bean and cheese all day. Oh, my God, I bean love and that. Cheese. Can't go wrong with That's, that. You can't. You really can't. D'Angelo? <laughs> Bacon and egg. Bacon there you and go. Egg. Okay. There you go. Okay. Two top songs in your uh, song list. <clears throat> D'Angelo? Sale. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, most definitely. And, uh... To be honest, I listen to everything. Okay. I listen to everything, but Cell will be my number one. Okay. I don't have yeah. a I don't have a second, but Cell really pushes that me. Repeat over yeah, and the over? repeat. Oh, yeah. I can I can put it on repeat and I can listen to it over and over again. So when I'm in the weight room, it pushes me. You know okay. Like you have certain songs that you can listen to and be like, okay, cool. But you have another song that can just like pump pump you and then push you and practice, work, um, work weight room before games and everything. So. Sale is, is my number one. Jeffrey, how about you? Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with D'Angelo. Sale is one of my top favorite ones. Really? But also, another artist that's like, that gets me pumping going is Biggie. Oh, I got to listen to Biggie. Even at the weight room, I hear Biggie. That gets that pump going, and it gets me striving even more. Just I don't know, something about that song, about his artist and his legacy, and what he did, keeps me going. Who's your biggest role model? My mother. Your mother? I love my mother today. Um, my mother's been there for me since day one. My dad's been in and out of my life. Uh, I have two beautiful children. I have a stepdaughter. Uh, my oldest is five. My son's going to be three in October. Uh, my dad's been in my life, but he's been in and out. But me as a parent, I'm here for my kids no matter what. Uh, my mom, she's been through up and downs. She's been through hell and back. But um, that's why I push myself to be a better person in life. Mm-hmm. So, like I always tell her before she dies, Lord forbid, but before she dies is she sees that I progress in life and I push myself to, to be the man who I am to today. Well, I actually talked to your mom a little bit. Oh, yes. <laughs> and she wanted me to tell you to eat your Wheaties. Yeah. So I don't know if that's yeah. an inside yeah, joke like, or I not. Wonder, I was like, you told her to eat my Wheaties? <laughs> <laughs> So we'll, I'll be talking to her probably this week on Wednesday, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And how about you, Jeffrey? 
What was that? You gotta repeat that question one more time. Um, who's your greatest role model? So, unfortunately, I don't have a role model. Um, I come from a rough childhood. Um, parents are really almost there. Grew up without a mom. Um, father and I really aren't on good terms, nor talking, no longer see each other. So, my role model, I'm gonna have to say myself. I come out to work every day, try to make better for myself, try to become a better man every day, and just continue to do what I need to do to, to get forward in life. Well, I know I visited you actually on Friday, was it? Yes, and I brought you a little poster. Yes, and so I want you to know I'm your cheerleader. I'm, I'm, I'm behind you. I'll be, you know, yes, yelling. I'll be your mom. That. I'll be your mom. I'm, yes, I'm sort of like the team mom. So spread the word. I'm Mama RC. You know, uh -huh. if, you, if you get sick, you need chicken soup. I, I'm the one to call. Okay. Yes, I know your mom may not be here. You your, main, your mom may not be here, but I'm here for you. So Mama RC. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate right. that. All right, Philip Higginbotham, R.C. Woods, Leo Yamas, we're sitting in down talking to D'Angelo Allen and Jeffrey Pedroza. No, Pedroza. Pedroza. I'm going to get it. You'll never get it. You'll never get it. I'm going to get it. No. Uh, guys, it's been a great time to spend some time with you. I'm excited to uh, get you guys back out on the field. Either we're going to see you in August, but hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully we see you guys when it comes down to training camp time and it's time to get ready. Um, but if, if the call comes in and you need to come back in August, you both are ready to come back and, and do this again if that's what it takes, right? Yes, sir. Most definitely. Excellent. Well, we have enjoyed having you on. We've enjoyed spending some time with you. Go get some rest. Yeah. Go get some, uh, some fluids. Yes, sir. Thank Smoking Guns Podcast.